This is CBS News Bay Area with Juliet Goodrich. Good evening. We are in first alert weather mode tonight as we speak after heavy rain and powerful winds made a mess of the Bay Area, and it is not over yet. With more rain on the way, Caltrans says it will be shutting down all lanes of Niles Canyon Road between Sonol and Fremont tonight after the road partially collapsed early today. Caltrans says it will assess the damage tomorrow morning, so it could mean big delays for people returning back to work tomorrow after the three-day weekend. The winds also brought down several trees across the Bay Area, including Highway 29 in Napa. Firefighters made quick work of clearing the debris there, which temporarily blocked southbound traffic. And it was a similar situation in San Francisco, where our photographer came across this toppled tree on Portola Drive, and fortunately, no one was hurt. Take you to Santa Cruz now. The wind whipped around sea foam. Look at that. Looks like snow as powerful waves battered the coast. And then a live look outside tonight as a second round of rain moves on in, and this time we can even see a few thunderstorms. First alert meteorologist Paul Hagen is monitoring it all from our virtual weather set. Paul. Yeah, Jules, we did have some thunderstorms earlier today. Even a severe thunderstorm warning issued for San Mateo County around 4 o'clock this afternoon. That storm was rotating, but fortunately not to a degree where a tornado warning was necessary, something we don't discuss very often in the Bay Area. Just scattered showers out there this evening. Let's zoom in for a closer look. Some of the heavier rain is still falling around Guerneville and out towards the coast of Sonoma County. That has been dropping some occasional cloud to ground lightning strikes over the past couple of Hours. All the white shaded boxes basically encompassing all of Marin, Sonoma, and most of Napa counties. That's an urban and small stream flood advisor, which means watch out for flooded roads, standing water on the sides of roads, maybe some flooded intersections. The yellow box just west of Santa Rosa, that is a flood warning. It's in effect for about another hour and 15 minutes. Some heavier downpours making their way from Sonoma towards Napa. Also some heavier rain right around Richmond and extending down into Oakland and right across the Bay Bridge. There's more shower activity in the higher elevations to the west of the Santa Clara Valley. This activity has has largely been falling apart as it goes downslope into the Santa Clara Valley, but not entirely. We've seen rain off and on throughout the day, and we're going to see rain off and on throughout tonight and into tomorrow. A little bit of a break in the action as we head through late tonight and into early tomorrow morning, but at no point is the radar going to be completely rain-free as we head through the next about 36 hours or so, and more widespread rain is going to be developing off the coast by midday, and that is going to push across the Bay Area during the afternoon hours on Tuesday. That's our last round of really widespread rainfall that we're going to be seeing. The wind gusts have been dying down a little bit. Still some 30 to 40 mile an hour gusts out there right now, including at SFO, always one of the windier spots. But we had some 50 mile an hour gusts earlier today, so the winds are starting to back off. We'll take a look at how long the wind advisory is in effect. We'll look when the dry weather might return to the Bay Area. That's coming up in just a few minutes. All right, Paul, thanks so much. So now to San Francisco, where pro-Palestinian protesters marched onto a freeway as they called for a ceasefire in Gaza. And here are some of the demonstrators at the Highway 101 and Interstate 80 split. It brought traffic to a standstill. Our Lesla Gooden spoke to demonstrators who say they want to make their message calling for a ceasefire loud and clear. Protesters calling for a ceasefire in Gaza filled the streets of San Francisco on Monday. At one point, they took over part of Highway 101 near the Octavia entrance. Hundreds of protesters made up the group, and they tell us they planned the protest for President's Day to send a message to President Biden. And ultimately, we can't celebrate President Biden on President's Day when this genocide is happening and when he's supporting it and his administration is supporting it. And so 
as a Palestinian uh, here with my, my other Palestinian friends, loved ones, community members, we really want Biden to hear us. Meet Lujain, who has been to over a dozen pro-Palestine protests. She says being here feels like she's making a difference for those who can't. People of, from all backgrounds, all walks of life, children, families out here, and and it personally is what has been keeping me going and what's been keep, keeping me hopeful. One attendee who wishes to go by SM for safety concerns says they are asking not only for a ceasefire, but to end aid given to Israel. At home right here in San Francisco, we got plenty of problems. We could use the tax money that's going to bomb babies to um, make our society a better and stronger place. And I think a lot of people feel that way. So. It's time to wake up if you want to get our votes. The rally started off at the Civic Center Plaza and turned into a few hours of marching through the city. Now, making their way through the high winds and rain, the group blocked several streets, the cause, in addition to the freeway, leaving some drivers like Stefano stuck in traffic. I was stuck on, on uh, here on the way to Vanessa. And that's all I know. I didn't expect that. Says it was an inconvenience, but thinks it being a holiday and having patience will help drivers like him. To, to take it easy and this happens. I mean, I'm from Europe. We have products that are like 10 times, 20 times this big. And, and we have to get around them. Jane says she hopes their message is clear and that President Biden will hear their voices. Affected me every single day. It's something that you can't, you know, you can't ignore. It's, it's something that it's, I'm constantly thinking about every single day. And protesters like her say as long as the conflict continues, so will the protests. And this is not the first time protesters shut down a freeway. You may recall back in November, pro-Palestinian demonstrators shut down traffic on the Bay Bridge for hours. Nearly 80 people arrested and charged with unlawful assembly and other charges. Supporters are calling for DA Brooke Jenkins to drop those charges. And then just last week, pro-Palestinian protesters briefly blocked lanes of the Golden Gate Bridge. No arrests made in that case, but right after that protest, a Southern California Republican lawmaker introduced a state bill that would double the fine for freeway protesters to up to $500. All right, on the war front in Gaza, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu threatened to invade the southern city of Rafah if Hamas does not release the remaining hostages by the holy month of Ramadan, which starts next month. Rafah is where more than two million Palestinians are taking refuge. New York Times reports the U.S. is preparing a draft to U.N. Secretary Council resolution calling for a temporary ceasefire. Also, President Biden is making a stop right here in the Bay Area just this week. He's expected to attend fundraising events in San Francisco and also Los Altos. It comes as the president ramps up his re-election campaign in a likely rematch against former President Donald Trump. Today is a day of remembrance of Japanese incarceration during World War II, where more than 100,000 people of Japanese ancestry were taken from their homes and sent to internment camps following the attack on Pearl Harbor. The San Francisco Japantown community gathered inside the Kabuki Theater over the weekend. It was for a day of remembrance. The event was emceed by our own Ryan Yamamoto.